0: Welcome to our podcast, Hiking in Heels, with life coach, Teresa Coltrane, and full-time mum and writer, Jessica Heidi Gandolfi. Hiking through life can sometimes feel like we are literally hiking in our heels.
1: As women in today's modern world, the pressure to tick all the social boxes is at its peak. Being perfect, being strong, having it all together, the list goes on. Inspired by our own journeys and life struggles, we have come together We are on a mission to empower other women to overcome their fears and tap into their greatness.
0: With special guests and our own personal stories, our aim is to bring light and healing to inspire you to take your life to the next level. As Coco Chanel once said, keep your head, heels, and standards high.
1: We invite you to kick off your heels, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to episode 16. What girl doesn't want to wear a splash of lipstick when she puts on her heels? Today we're so excited to be joined by the Lipstick Sister herself, Hensie Morris. We were drawn to and inspired by Hensie's mission of creating a space for women to come together by encouraging them to be kind, respectful,
0: supporting, and loving towards one another. Hensie is a strong believer that women can achieve so much more by working together, and through Lipstick Sister, she has been able to touch many women and help them evolve to their highest potential. Hensi now directs her focus into a new venture, the Clever Woman Club. So relax, kick off your heels, and enjoy the show. Hello Hensi, thank, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you for having me. Out. So great of you to be here. So tell us a little bit about Lipstick Sister and where you got the inspiration from for the brand that
2: you've created over the last seven years. So Lipstick Sister have been actually it was more of a personal kind of like search <laughs> that I was in. I had moved to LA from Mexico City and it's really hard when you move to a new place like when you're in your mid-30s and kind of like starting to to like rebuild friendships and relationships and i I kind of was in that space where i noticed that a lot of the women that i was meeting whether it was like at lunches or parties or anything everything was always kind of really superficial and everything always went back to like so what do you do or who do you know (laughs) (laughs) and i think i was in that place where i was like i really need to try and find I didn't want to do like a networking group and I also like I just I wanted something that was going to be more like I said where I could be myself where I didn't have to always talk about my work you know yeah. or what I was doing for a living mm. um, I always find it so I, I really don't like when the first question someone asks you when they first meet you it's like so what do you do right you know <laughs> there's like so many other questions that you can ask um, and so I started researching like meetup groups and uh, social clubs and all that stuff and what I realized was that almost everywhere that I went, it was very focused on one particular thing in your life. Like it was either like the mommy and me group, which I don't have a baby <laughs> or like the single girls club. But again, it's like, if I'm married, I don't fit into that group or the women entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So everything was very directed, very specifically to one particular aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I didn't want. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, well, who cares? Who cares if I'm married or not? If I have a baby yeah. or if I'm work for somebody else or anything like that so through that search and and through realizing uh, that women as women we keep doing this right we keep sort of like choosing to spend time with each other based on what feels like we have in common Mm -hmm. at that moment in time and for me, I'm always in a space where I'm like, I want to always like be learning and growing and evolving. And so for me, it's like, I don't want to hang out with people that like the same things I do. Cause then it's like, we're just like sitting water. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, <laughs> um, and so I, I just basically, I went and I sat down and I was sitting in my computer at home and I was like, I want to create something where we welcome all women, right. From like mm-hmm. all ages, all backgrounds, all, you know, industries, like it doesn't matter. It's but where it's more about accountability as far as like the type of human that you are, right, and the type of woman that you are to other women. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of course, as women, we tend to be super jealous, and, mm-hmm. you know, and insecure, and, and envious, and all that. And I really wanted to sort of create a space where we can welcome women that would be here to support each other, to be respectful, to be kind, and that's kind of how like mm-hmm. how the whole process started. Um, I thought maybe <laughs> I thought maybe I would have like my little group of like 10 amazing girls that mm-hmm. I would hang out with and it ended up just blowing up so
0: because what brought you here? so you're from Mexico City yes and so what you
2: Here. my parents well my, my parents moved us here uh, not here to San Diego right. when I was uh, 12. okay so you and to... they they're still here yeah. so my brothers, we all grew up here. Yeah. I went back to Mexico City because I, I felt like they took me right at that age where I was just starting to like make oh, friends and yeah. kind of like have independence, business. <laughs> and, yeah, um, and so I always had a little itch to move back, and so I had a job opportunity at thirty. Um, I moved back. I was there for six years, uh, very involved in like PR, you know, public relations, mm-hmm. and you know, um, the like TV industry and all that. And I think ultimately it came down to, like. My future, right? Like my parents were here, my brothers Mm -hmm. were here, you know, my nephews and sister-in-laws were here. And so it was one of those things where my family was just like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) So I think if I had a man in my life or I was like, I had more like future plans to stay there that would have been okay. But because I was still single and all I was doing literally was just working, um, I think it was one of those things where they were like, well, you can do that here and at least be closer to your family. Um, So San Diego for me just never, even though I was there pretty much my entire, you know, from 12 to, you know, 30, it never felt like home to Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a person that needs to be busy constantly and doing things and I I like life and Mm so which is when it's sick. It's now I'm in Newport Beach, it's like, <laughs> like dormant. Um, so, um, so LA f- felt like a good fit. Um, mm-hmm. So I said, let me try LA. If I don't like it, I promise I'll be back in San Diego. And I fell in love with LA. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like the first year I was here, it was it was like I had the perfect combination of like all my favorite places, right? Like a little mm-hmm. bit of Mexico City, a little bit of yeah. New York, a little bit of San Diego. Like you just mixed. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, I clicked. My soul clicked with LA like Aww. instantly.
0: And so making that group then yes. was just the perfect yeah. foundation for you. Yeah. So where, how did you start? So was it your background so, in PR marketing that helped you or did you have
2: other connections? Um, no, actually Facebook played a huge part of, of that back in the day. Yeah. Um, so I had just become very friendly with um, my friend Leah who had moved here from uh, St. Louis. And she is in Anaheim Hills and had a three month old baby, um, her husband and a guy that I was dating at the time had met in a conference and her and I became friends right away. And she was in that same space of like how difficult it is to make new friends. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, you know, especially like in a place like this where there's like, you know, there's new people coming in from everywhere all the time. And, um, and for her also as a mom, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like, I feel like there's There's a lot of moms that don't just want to do the mommy and me because, I mean, there's so much more to you than just being a mom. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, I'm not a mom, so maybe I'm crazy. But I feel like we she was in that space where she also wanted to be surrounded by, you know, other women that were just not moms. Yeah. So I kind of like pitched the idea to her, her house one day and we're literally there sitting like holding our glass of wine and we're like, Oh my God, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> 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 so we're like, how do we do it? And I figured, okay, so from the few people that I had met, like girls that I had clicked mm-hmm. with at parties or events and stuff like that. Um, I basically just put together a Facebook event mm-hmm. um, back then it was open and you Mm -hmm. had more access to seeing what other people were doing and so basically we just kind of filled out the demographic space and we just kind of did like a quick snippet of what kind of girls we were like reaching out to and talking to and we put a lunch a ladies lunch together at asia de cuba from back in the day yeah it doesn't exist anymore (laughs) um and we just kind of put it together and we were like all right let's let's see what happens and then of course like everything facebook there were like 65 girls i had been like yes we're coming <laughs> um and we had actually 35 girls that showed up to that luncheon, which was wow. shocking. That's, yeah, That's amazing. First yeah, that for, for starting. Um, yeah. And it was actually kind of cool too, because it was one of those things like, I feel like as a girl, if I get invited somewhere, I mean, I don't do it now anymore because uh, I'm in a different space, but um, back then I feel like you always needed like the girlfriend to go with you yes, to a yes. Oh yeah, you need a little sidekick. So, like you don't show yeah. up <laughs> yeah. alone to a party. <laughs> yeah, um, woman. I can't tell you the amount of women that showed up on their own to that luncheon, uh, which was really cool, right? Because And of course, a lot of... Then, who again were from somewhere else they were not you know um local to LA and out of the 35 I mean we basically you know everybody had you know the introduction of kind of like what Lipstick Sister was and you know what our idea was and what we wanted to do with it and then I got up and kind of pitched it and from the 35 women that joined that lunch 31 of them signed that day and like became members um seven and a half years later out of those 31 I think we still have I want to say 22 that are still members that's amazing. Um, and some of those have moved back to Europe or you know whatever so we still have a pretty large group of women that literally started with us yeah from the, like the first day that's amazing yeah and then of course it's just sort of like evolved as as you know we've we've gone to grow and and sort of like figured out more the the structure of what we were we were building yeah and it's just yeah it's been amazing so so yeah definitely more than than i had and then and then we started opening chapters because girls were reaching out mm-hmm. from other cities being like hey how do we do this like we want to you know recreate it or whatever so then we have DC and yeah, we're in county. And... So
0: tell us more about that then. So it's the paid membership. So you yes. join to be a member. Yes. And then what
2: does that get you and what do you. So basically, um, the the first six months of it, we didn't have a membership mm-hmm. just because at that point, like I said, we, Elia and I were sort of like, oh, we're going to have 10 amazing girls that, you know, we're going to hang out with. <laughs> um, and then when we had the 31, we were like, wow now we have like this at least this first 31 women which is a lot of women mm. that are now depending on us to kind of really create that space mm. of making sure that we're all being like accountable for you know the way that we treat each other and the mm-hmm. way that we behave and making sure that we're supporting each other in whatever endeavor we're in that moment in life so at that point i was like okay we really need to structure this mm. um so then i started going back to researching clubs and i'm more like the beverly hills women's club and like like Legit organizations that are already in place that have been in place forever. Um, and I noticed most of them charge a membership fee. Right. Um, and I was like, okay, well, that's important. Um, more so because I feel like you always put more... It's important for you to always invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you are always more committed when you've invested into something anyway. True. Yeah. Um, so then that's when we decided to implement a membership fee. Um, and then, like I said, just through the process, we were like, okay, well, we need a formal application. And... You know, we we probably want to make sure that there's always the reminder of why we're here, and mm. that we made a commitment to be respectful and kind and thoughtful, yeah. you know, of mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And so then we created the you know um, non-disclosure agreement because a lot of the girls were also sharing, you know, stuff about their personal life that they were going through, or you know maybe new business ideas or anything like that. So we're like, okay, we want to make sure they feel safe to share. Um, so we did the non-disclosure. Then we were like, okay, well let's do the code of conduct. to Like I said, always kind of. Mm. Remind ourselves that, you know, there's a certain expectation of how we need to behave. Um, And it just kind of went like that. So the membership basically is we do a ladies' luncheon the last Sunday of every month. Um, That's for every chapter. Uh, The membership is open to every chapter. So Mm -hmm. the the cool thing about it, too, is that a lot of our members that are traveling, you know, especially from LA that go to New York a lot Mm -hmm. or DC, um we basically connect them with a the whole team over there. So We're now right they there. like, they go if they're traveling alone. Well, now they have a bunch of girls that they can, like, cool. out for dinner yeah. or, you know, breakfast or coffee or whatever. Um, and then we do the luncheons. We always select sister dates. So everybody that participates in the luncheon has to put their name in like a little cup and then we all draw names. And so basically you get two dates that you have to go to from that luncheon until the next lunch. Um, and we Did them that way because I kind of wanted to. I noticed at the beginning that it was like sort of very easy for the girls to kind of like gravitate towards, (laughs) (laughs) you know, towards like what felt like safe or similar. Um, And I kind of wanted to put them out of that place. Um, Mm -hmm. So then, for example, we're always like, okay, we'll sit next to somebody that you haven't met yet. Um, If you do show up with a friend, don't sit with your friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the days where we're like, let's do random dates so that they actually kind of are forced a little bit to sit down and spend an hour with a total stranger um because you never know and through that process that i, I want to say that has probably been our most successful tool because almost out of all the dates we always get the feedback of like wow that was amazing right. and she's incredible and i just mm. met my new best friend or oh.
1: you know like this
2: is going to be my business partner oh, or so like cool. so so the one on one dates and i always tell the girls i'm like it's not like a group date it's yep. not a double date like like just go you. alone yeah. and yes it's uncomfortable <laughs> and maybe you're nervous but because even though they don't know each other they
0: still have the common yeah, exactly. the club so mm-hmm. something people exactly. them to yeah. that in the first Absolutely. Place. and you and never know
2: it. why the universe puts people in front right. of you for any reason so um, so yeah so then they get um, the luncheon they get the two dates and then obviously you know every chapter has a whatsapp chat where the girls are connected all day long cool. and Amazing. I mean it's been uh, it's one of those things I, I mean for me just me being the, obviously the main example because I'm here like not only have I met some of my best friends, but yeah. I've met my husband through One of Lipstick Sisters. Like I've, like I got my dog through Lipstick Sisters. <laughs> you know what I'm like, like if I think of the amount of like things within my life right now that have happened the, how much lipstick sister has been a part of it yeah. is insanity like it's just and I feel I feel it's been that way for almost all of our members so oh, that's yeah. so beautiful so it's been really great so which cities do you have the chapters in so LA DC and Orange County are, are our biggest chapters we had San Diego and New York which we've decided this year to not continue those anymore right. um, it's really not beneficial to for us to have a chapter that's smaller than twenty members, right? Because mm-hmm. um, then it's just then you're just hanging out with the same people, right? It's yeah, right. that makes do sense. Who runs the chapters? Um, do you so, so we selecting yourself? leaders, yeah. So, so I still try to so be live within in all New York, and I want yeah. to
0: open a chapter. So yeah. you handpick them, yes. And then you have like a program, a system, yes. so you all work off the same. So thing.
2: whenever if we do open a chapter is. Um, You know, I select the first 20. So what we have is the first 20 members is what we call our founding members. Mm. Um, Our founding members usually start in a different fee just because it's a brand new chapter. Sure. Uh, We don't know if it's going to hit or not. Mm. Um, Every chapter, even though the guidelines and the rules and and the module is the same for every chapter, every city is different, right? right? So so the team itself Mm. uh, and the interaction is going to be very much based on, you know, that particular city right yeah. um mm-hmm. the lifestyle and all of that so we don't want to like jump straight into the 450 a-, a year if we're not sure the chapter's even going to survive so right. um unfortunately that's what's been happening with new york and dc oh, that i feel like shame. i know it's shocking especially mm-hmm. san diego it was re- very shocking because we figured we would have a huge audience for that but um we just could never get them to 20
1: yeah
2: um or keep that consistent number mm-hmm. and at the end of the day like like i said it's my goal was never, I didn't have a map in my office and I was like clicking little things. Okay, <laughs> like I'm going to conquer the world, you know. So the chapters have to be organic and it has to be because there's an audience for it, yeah. right? Like we, we have the girls that, that are looking for us and they're looking to to sort of like create this space in their life. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. Like it's mm-hmm. not a yeah. deal. So this this year we decided that this we're going to not... Uh, continue with san diego and new york so we're just going to keep orange county la and dc for now yeah and we have a lot i mean i have women that reach out from i mean i have a ton in san francisco a ton in dallas and houston atlanta some in chicago but again like it's sort of for me it means i need to travel more because if i'm not pressing the first year yeah um it makes a huge difference. Yeah,
1: that makes
0: sense, yeah. Um,
2: and then the team leaders really have to to have my voice and my vision mm. yeah. and be really well-versed into communicating who we are. And if it does, if that doesn't happen, then it, it, it doesn't work. So yeah. I, I also try not to put myself in a position where I'm gonna have to be traveling constantly just to be like in mm. multiple chapters. Ugh. Yeah. So we just kind of let it be. If it's meant to be, it's gonna happen, so. Mm. Yeah. So, what makes the perfect lipstick sister? What do you look for? Because you interview. All yes, of your... we interview everybody. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, for me, I feel like the what I've noticed is it's how important people react in person, right? Like it's mm. it's how sort of like I'm a very warm, touchy person. Mm. Um, I get that not everybody's like that, but I still do look for girls that are in a space where they're not gonna get offended by any question that I may ask. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many girls I'm like, oh my god that's amazing and they almost jump when I touch them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, sorry. sorry. <laughs> or I'll ask a question and be like, well what do you need to know that? Well how is that relevant? Mm-hmm. Well what right, so it's like so wow. so it's important for me to sit down with them that hour just to see how quickly they respond, how easily they laugh, yeah. um, how they respond, again, to touch and kind of yeah. like that like intimate interaction. Um, it's important because that's who we are. If you go to our lunches, we we have gone to that place where we're very affectionate. We're very much in love with each other because mm-hmm. we've gone through anything that you can think of, um, especially, like I said, the the girls that have been with us for seven years. That's yeah. seven years of yeah, their life. So, And even though it's really, you know, the luncheon and the two dates, I mean, we still always try to, like... Support each other and everything. So if somebody's having an event or somebody has a birthday, but you still get invited to a lot of stuff. Mm. So your social circle or your calendar really does grow. Yeah. Um, and so we we are very very close group of women. And mm. so if if I'm sitting in an interview with somebody that, like I said, is not open to really sharing right. and and sort of like being in a space of, of mm. like security and happiness yeah. and joy, then they're definitely not going to fit in into the space. What's yeah. going to happen is they're going to feel... Well, they're going to feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. And then so, so so meeting the... Like I said, it's, the interview, quote unquote, is, it's really that. It's just to see how how comfortable they are with who they are in that moment in life, yeah. You know uh, where they've been, where they've gone. And of course, we all want to grow and continue mm-hmm. to succeed and, and, and do different things. But you should be very happy with where you are in life if you're yeah. still sort of like you have a lot of like regret or you're still like trying to be somebody else or you're still trying to figure out who you are this is not you're, you're not gonna fit in because you're gonna get triggered
0: right and then that's when yeah.
2: drama and chaos <laughs> so which is we yeah. stay away from because absolutely <laughs> it's like absolutely yeah. zero tolerance for, for like mm. yeah so and then you
0: send them an invitation. I heard and about then, yeah, if invitation. Great, yeah, if they're great.
2: Yeah, if there was like a great interview and they would totally clicked, we'll send them an invitation to join with the application and all the forms. And mm-hmm. um, what I actually really love about it is um, when we created the WhatsApp chats because we were like well, we want to make sure that they're still being connected mm-hmm. on on a daily basis if they have to, so that it's it, so that we don't create that sort of like that awkward gap in between every Mm -hmm. luncheon and all that so the whatsapp chat has been amazing what we started doing uh a couple years back was you know at the beginning our first year we were like wait to introduce them when they came to their first lunch and and as we kept growing especially in LA because we started with 31 um you know as we were like at 40 again we go back to that walking in by yourself to a group of you know a lot of women that have already sort of been connecting and know each other and all that stuff. And so what we did was we ended up doing the first introduction through the WhatsApp chat. Right. And so getting them at that point to where they at least were, yeah, Right, you're not attaching a face with a name just mm-hmm. yet, but at least you're communicating. You're sharing stuff. Um, a lot of the times, they maybe they meet up for coffee or a drink or something with some of the girls or yeah. attend an event before the. So by the time the luncheon comes, they've. They, it's sort of it's it's more like easy to walk in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, what I love the most was I remember the first time that I did an introduction to through WhatsApp. All of a sudden, you had all these girls that were like, "Oh my God, welcome! We can't wait to meet you. That's amazing. Where do you live? If you're here, I'll come and get like boom boom." boom. And I loved it because I remember all I said was, like, oh, you know, welcome, Tina, to our, you know, family, whatever. I never used her last name. I didn't say what she did for a living. I didn't say who referred. They didn't know anything about right. this girl other than right. the fact that she was, like, our new member. Yeah. And already just the, the warm welcome and the amount of just, like, the women just reaching out and being so happy. And so that, to me, I was like, see? yeah, so I'm like, yeah, this is why. Mm, that's where we are are, totally
0: and age if there's no because somebody that might be listening might think oh god it's you know it's no we've
2: had at one point our oldest was 62 our youngest was 24 i want to say right now we're between 26 and 50
0: this is a real diversity and cross-section which has been amazing
2: because um even for us from the beginning like i remember like i said this is why it was so important for me that we didn't It wasn't based on one particular thing because, you know, like I've seen, for example, like the beginning we had our moms, right? And we had all our like boss babes that were like, Mm -hmm. I'm never having a baby, you know, like (laughs) I'm going to conquer the world. And then of course that didn't happen. They actually, they did conquer the world, but they still got married and they were getting pregnant. And now the moms who back then they were just like, well, I'm just a mom, but you're amazing. Like, tell me more. I want to hear all your crazy, you know, I'm going to rule the world kind of thing. And then all of a sudden these girls... 'Cause it kinda happened where everybody started getting married at the same time and then everybody was getting pregnant at the same time. And now you had all these like big like boss babe, whatever, now they're pregnant and now they're going to the moms and be like, How do you do that? How do I do it? what else? and what happens when right? And now the moms were like all of a sudden empowered and they yeah. were the ones that were giving advice and That's support cool. and everything and you know, and then you go through divorce and now you have the... so it's it's really because we have such a diversified group, yeah. mm-hmm. there's always somebody that you click with in mm. that moment in time right yeah. you're go- there's some somebody that's going through whatever you're going to that in the moment it. in time yeah. um which i remember i did an interview with um, one of our members who's been a member for 5 years and i remember she had when i first met her um, and it wasn't for lipstick sister it was for something else and i remember that she said oh yeah yeah i've heard about your group and she's like oh i have the most amazing group of girlfriends like i don't you know i didn't i don't need more girlfriends and i said well it's actually not about that <laughs> i'm like i have amazing girlfriends that i love that i've known my whole life i said it's i'm like it's hard to explain because until you're in it yeah. like you just don't get it right mm-hmm. and it's not just about like making girlfriends and um i remember like three years later i saw the process of like she got married and she got pregnant and then she reached out to me and she's like can can we sit down and talk about lipstick sister and i was like of course <laughs> so we had the, the the lunch and she's like well, she's like, now that I'm a mom and that I got married, she's like, my friends have sort of, because they still haven't gotten married and none of them have no. kids. She's like, so I sort of don't fit anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. She's like, as soon as I got married, they kind of took a step back. So of a sudden yeah. they stopped mm-hmm. inviting me places when they were all going out for single girls, whatever, because they thought, well, you're married, you don't yeah. need to be out getting drunk with a bunch of girls. <laughs> and then she got pregnant and she's just like, and it literally now has come where... I have nothing in common, or they feel like they have nothing in common with me. And they literally just stop inviting me places. And I was like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, that's precisely the point. Like we don't have that here. Right. Because again, there's, Mm -hmm. if you're single, you, there's a single girls. If you're married, there's married girls. If you're a mom, there's moms. Mm -hmm. If you're an entrepreneur, there's entrepreneur networking. So we have everything. So you never, you're never going to have that part of your life where you feel like you just disconnected completely Mm -hmm. because of, where you are in your life at that moment it's almost like a one-stop shop yeah Yeah. empowerment and supporting each other
1: and I love too because it seems like you've created this really special place with women who all have the same values right so it's like you're being attracted Mm -hmm. or connected because you all have the same values which is like really kind of hard to find sometimes and so it's like you just like you said the women don't even know some of the new people that come in but they know because of what you've created in the interviewing process that they value the same things Mm -hmm. and so it's just like it already feels like everyone's already connected yeah
2: Yeah, that's been and it's funny because like i see this past two years and all of a sudden through like the me too and you know the whole deal with trump and women all of a sudden Mm -hmm. like feeling like they need to stand up for themselves it's like all of a sudden people are acting like this is a new thing and i'm like it's not a new thing women Mm -hmm. empowering women and women supporting women is not new like and 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 I kind of hate the fact that it took something so drastic of mm-hmm. so many pe- women having to feel like they had to stand up for, again, pay equality right. and this, because it shouldn't be about that anyway. Like right. we should be supporting each other regardless of any of the stuff that has come up. This isn't anything new. Like, yeah. you know, it's like I said, we've been doing this, you know, seven and a half years and like for me, I don't think that there should be anything for example competition for us is not like it's not even a word that we use within our group right because it's like there's no such thing as competing right Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we're all unique we all have a unique voice Mm -hmm. we all our process will always be different even if you're doing the same thing for a living as far as a job there's still no competition because you're two completely different humans. we yeah. two completely different ways of doing things and thinking. Mm-hmm. So come together. Like, yeah. don't yeah, use <laughs> your strength. You know, yeah. it's just like, figure out what you're awesome at and figure out what she's awesome at and then mm-hmm. just like put that together. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I feel like women empowerment should, for me personally, like I said, it should really be about that, about like being very respectful and kind and supportive of other women, regardless of, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Good anything. The
0: situation, yeah, the background. Yeah. yeah. It's so
1: needed, too, to have, like, just even creating the space and yeah. having that option once a month, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it's just so important. Like, we were kind of saying, like, there's not enough of this work out there, know. you know? So yeah. it's exciting to be able to collaborate and connect with other women yeah. that, you know, have the same idea. And, and-
2: balance, because the one thing that I notice, for example, right now with the, the youth, right? Like, I see all these girls that are, like, 23, and right? They just finished college. Um, I mean, these girls are kicking butt faster than anybody in my generation mm. ever did. Like yeah. you weren't doing anything at least until you were like 30, yeah. maybe 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, these girls at 23, 25, they're already like mm-hmm. blowing it out of proportion. Right. Like I'm always like, I meet with this girls and I'm always like, what are you going to do at 30? Yeah. I was going to be retired, Right. Like, I mean, it's like, Oh my God. Um, the only problem I see, for example, is that I see them so focused in one specific thing, which is again, the whole ba- boss babe thing. And the entrepreneurial um, aspect of it and the one thing that i remember when we all got together with lipstick sister was the first thing we all said was god i wish i had this in my 20s yeah Mm -hmm. if i had had women in my early 20s that i could reach out to for support not just like again not just in 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 the business aspect yes of course you know we have a lot of women that, that can give business advice. But in the emotional support, right, Mm -hmm. in the mental support, and there's like again, it's like you, you become so focused on that one thing that you want that so many other aspects of your life start falling apart. That by the time they get to thirty, it's like yeah, they made a ton of money and yeah, their Instagram is blowing up and what, but then there's other aspects of their life that they haven't focused on and put any attention or Mm -hmm. care into, and then those are the really like the 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 personal. Places are the really hard ones to touch. Yeah. The older that you get, mm-hmm. so, so I feel like for the girls that are like 23, like that's my first advice is, join an organization where you're not just sitting down with a bunch of boss babes and all you're talking about is how to rule the world. Mm-hmm. Like join join an organization where you have someone that, if you're having problems with your boyfriend, you have somebody to talk to. If you're having problems with yourself, whether it's you know you're you're having issues with you know, I don't know, maybe you know how you feel about. Yep. You self-esteem. right or, or self-esteem mm-hmm. yeah. or um, anything like that. There's people to talk about that. If you, like, like go to a place where you don't have to just necessarily call your mom, right? It's yep. like you have right. variations of like an older sister and a mom, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I think organizations like this for this younger group that I see right now is super important. Right. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's I feel like where maybe next year we're going to start gearing it a little bit more towards yeah. bringing in a, jo- a younger generation that can actually benefit from having. An adult group of friends that yes. has yeah. been there, done that. Mm. What's that? Mentors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah it's so them. cool. And to yeah. navigate the system. Well,
1: and I like how you said like balance, because yeah, you can be so focused on your career and like ruling really the world yeah. that other stuff does fall by the wayside. Yeah. And like getting that sense of balance and knowing that your strength and your success actually comes from you having harmony and balance from your relationships. From mm. you know, I think yeah. we kind of forget that because we like you said we get so focused on this like one thing, but life is about finding that balance and rhythm you know Absolutely. to help yeah. you so to have a space to connect with women and your lifelong friends that you're creating yeah. is just that's really amazing and it feels like very powerful too because yeah. it's like bringing the best out of everyone right and providing them the space for the support and it's really really beautiful Thank i love you. it you should have one in
0: london
2: i, mean, oh, yeah. I actually one? went to london because we talked about that and i met with uh, three girls in London and. Um, one of our new team leaders for the LA chapter is very well connected in London. And I remember that she's like, I'll go there, I'll go there yeah. and I'll set it all up. And I'm like... <laughs> it's needed, I tell you. I just, um, I'm listening
0: to you thinking, I yeah. you know, have a handful of people that would just be... Yeah. They need it. You know, different ages, situations. I mean, situations. like
2: I said, as long as we have um, an audience, like I said, it's really important. Mm. If, we, if we can get at least 10 women on board for that first year, I mean, we could do something yeah. incredible. Yeah. So
0: Amazing. But now, but also, so you're moving on to... We'll on, new. <laughs> you have a new project coming up. I'm so we'll excited about this. Tell yeah, I, f-
2: about. I feel like last year I was in a place where again I've been doing this for seven and a half years, and again I love it. It's my heart and soul, and um, every single one of my members has like a little. I always call them. They're like my little molecules. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm literally like comp- like built with yeah with all of them and and me. Um, but I was really looking to do something a little different and the book kind of started because again lipstick sister happened in that sense where i just tapped a market and and i listened to my environment and what was happening around me and this is kind of how it happened as well i i I remember i grabbed i hadn't grabbed a book i'm not even kidding in like like an official sit down book and like maybe a little bit over a year and i remember I, i grabbed it and i was having trouble reading it right? And at first I'm like, am I having stroke? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I've been speaking Spanish for three days and I'm trying to like re like learn my English. And I just realized I haven't actually read a book in so long that it's, I I felt like I had to retrain my brain and my eyesight to like Mm -hmm. do that. Right. And I was like, I can't do that. I'm like, I need to do this more. Like I need to read more. Um, and then also like, I was like, okay, I started getting back into reading because of that. And then also because I was like, I want to take I want to disconnect, right? I want to do something. And just to sit, I, I try to meditate and I go to meditation classes and, you know, I've, I've been incorporating meditation to my life for, for many, many years. But um, there's, there was something sort of very kind of like nostalgic and cozy about like sitting in a corner and grabbing mm-hmm. a book. And... I you know we live right on the ocean so for me it's like I have the sound of the waves and you know I'm looking at the ocean and I'm having you know a glass of wine in my book and like the whole and like the whole picture of that I was like this is really beautiful like mm. like more people need to do that and I feel like there's so many women that are almost like scared of books mm-hmm. or like get super turned off because they're not hmm. I, I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many women like oh but I don't read or I'm yeah. I'm not a reader. It's having time as well. Because right. that is a beautiful
0: picture that you just need to have that or oh, telling ourselves. And so this is break. my yeah. biggest,
2: what do you call it? Peppy? Peppy? Peppy. Peppy. people that say, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Make time. The one thing my mother has always told me, she's like, if you don't have time, she's like, oh, every time I say like, oh, I'm, I, I just don't have time. To, the first thing she'll do, she'll be like, reward that. I don't want to make time. Mm-hmm. Right. And every time I'm like, God, you're <laughs> like right. She's I'm still like, right. Okay. She's like, you have the luxury of managing your own time because you don't have to go to a nine to five office and all of that. She's like, and you have control over your calendar and you do. She's like, so you saying I don't have time. All I hear is I don't want to make time for you, right? Mm-hmm. And that always hits me because I'm always like, gosh, she's so right because she's right. Yeah. I mean. Everybody can make time, yeah. right? Like the saying I'm so busy or I have too much going on or I just don't have time it's a hundred percent on us. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like it's just sort of making that effort, like everything I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. You have to pee, you go pee, right? <laughs> and, uh, it's like you don't, like, you have time to go pee, like, like then you right. have time to maybe say, like, 20 minutes. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to read two chapters really quick. Right. It doesn't Listen. matter. Just take, like, make time for yourself. Like, you're not giving the time to anybody else. It's time for yourself. If you cannot give yourself an hour of your own day to you, you need to start all the way back yeah, <laughs> like yeah, to, like, yeah, you need to like morning. go all the way back and figure out what you're doing wrong in your life that you can give yourself an hour a day for you well the 16 waking hours in the day you can do a lot of stuff yeah, yeah. 16
0: hours <laughs> absolutely and it's about yeah. having that self-respect and self-care
1: like you absolutely. said to be conscious enough with creating a schedule that's gonna allow that space yep. and time to
2: support yourself to make sure that absolutely. you're healthy and then you show up better with everyone else absolutely so you wake up in the morning and it's like instead of grabbing your phone and sitting in bed for 20 minutes going through like Instagram and Facebook and your email right. someone grab a book yeah. grab a yeah. book sit in bed and quiet just like read a book and then get you know get up and shower and go on with your day like it's it, everybody has time um so anyway the book for me just came in that sense that I was like what a beautiful moment to spend alone right which is for me was like I was learning something new I was my you know I was being challenged you know intellectually I was like I was laughing, I was, like, interact. So it's, like, it was almost like watching TV, but obviously in a different space. And so mm-hmm. that kind of brought me back into how much I actually really enjoy reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, again, like that, I ended up sitting down with a friend who had just written a book, and we were talking just about the whole process, and she kind of brought the, you know how you spend, you know, they spend all this time writing and rewriting and, you know, the draft and the second draft. And, you know, it's this thing that they pour their heart and soul into. And I mean, uh, some of our writers have been working on this for 10 years, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's finally out. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, it's finally out. And now they're sitting in the corner of a stuffy, like Barnes and Noble, you know, (laughs) behind a desk, (laughs) just like sitting there going like, okay, let's see who shows up, you know? And, um, there's no guarantee of sales. Like they, they never know how many people may show up. Um, and so after that lunch and that conversation, I remember I got in the car and I was like, hmm, I'm like, see, and I'm like, for me, I have a girlfriend that has had a, a book club for 10 years. She's invited me a gazillion times. So I just, I've tried it maybe two or three times. It's just, I'm not a book club person. Mm-hmm. Um, like I need more interaction. Um, and so that's when I, I got in the car and I was like, maybe that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to make a book club that's more geared towards the actual authors to give them a better space for them to talk about their book and, and actually get them excited to mm-hmm. to talk about their book instead of just going to a library or a, a Barnes & Noble. Um, and so the process started with that. And then, you know, once I started reaching out to authors and they were so happy and so excited about it and they thought the idea was so great, then that's when I started, like, talking to my girlfriends that do like to read. Um because I was like, if you were reading a book, I said, but then you also knew that you had an opportunity to meet the author, would well, that be so much better? And they were like, oh, my God, that would be incredible. Yeah. But how are you going to get the authors right. there? And I was like, well, maybe we focus on, like, you know, not only female authors, but, like, local authors, mm-hmm. California-based authors, you know. Then they're here already. Like, we're giving them the space. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, pre-buying the book. Yeah. Um, so that kind of how it'll it all worked out. and so.
1: It's so so now new, that's yeah. my new... <laughs> so, um,
2: what did you call the Clever, new baby. Woman, clever Club woman Club? Clever Woman Club, yeah. Club. At first I was like, maybe we'll call like Smart Girl Club or Smart Girls. And I realized that, you know, the the word smart, um, not everybody feels smart. I even know people that are smart that don't feel smart. Yeah. And I, I know people that are not smart that feel smart. So <laughs> uh, So I didn't want to use the word smart because I feel like it could be especially for somebody that doesn't feel smart, whether they are or not, um, it can be sort of like a deterrent or it can Mm -hmm. be something that triggers them. And I felt like clever is kind of like sassy, right? It's like, Mm clever is fun, right? Clever means, yeah, clever means intelligent, but it also means you're quick, right? You're quick and you get things and you come up with ideas. So clever just seemed to be a word that more women would Mm -hmm. identify with Mm -hmm. than smart. Yeah, um, or that it wouldn't be sort of like a put down, maybe if somebody was like, "Well, what if you're not smart? You have yeah. to be careful yeah. with everything." <laughs> I mean, there's always somebody that has something negative to say, but still. Uh, so yeah, so clever just felt like a better word, mm-hmm. um, and then we did the logo based on when we're trying to create the logo of of what we wanted to sort of that clever woman to represent. Um, I ran into the Rosie the uh, Riveter. And I was like, oh, maybe that would be cool, right? Because that's the whole of women of, like, yes, you can, and mm. empowering women back in the day to, you know, to the the working, uh, you know, industry. And I was like, maybe that's what we're doing, right? We're trying to get yeah. women back into reading. So it's sort really of yeah. like empowering them back into, yes, you can do this, and... Yes, you have time, and you know yeah. so. So membership
0: based again, like Lipstick
2: Membership based. Um, the reason why we did that is because, for me, like I said, everything starts from it's like the first the the first impressions, right? It's mm. like if you walked into, I always say this, <laughs> if you walk into the gym and the receptionist is just, you know three hundred pounds. It's like you're walking into a gym because you're trying to, right? So it's like it's, it's it's like creating the whole idea of what you're just getting into. And, um, y- you know, I, I wanted it to be where, like, if, if they go and they buy their own book, then it just comes from Amazon or from wherever else mm-hmm. and they get the book. Like, I really wanted it to be that, where we have control over the whole experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, because also some of the authors have said that there's no guarantee of sales at their book signing anyway. I was like, well, what do we pre-buy the books? That way the, mm-hmm. the sale is guaranteed. Um, then we have the book, we have control of how the book ships out, so we want to make sure that we ship the book out mm-hmm. in a really beautiful package, like I said, everything is from mm-hmm. the second they get the book, there should be that experience of the excitement, and and, yeah. and what they're about to, you know, embark on, and so um, so we chose to do, to do that, so we, so yeah, so they get the book from us, we ship the book, um, a lot of our authors, because we also didn't want to make it, like I said, we didn't want girls that don't read to be afraid of joining Mm -hmm. because they feel like they can't commit. Um, And so we we really wanted to select the first 10 books to be a little variation of everything Um, and also from like easy reading to like really elaborate reading. And so, for example, I would pick two books that are very small books and they're sort of like very quick to the point kind Mm -hmm. of books. So we didn't want the girls to just be like, oh, that's it. (laughs) So these books actually like, you know, one of them is the... um, She's the editor in chief of Alegría magazine as well, and she just started like her own little collection of like candles and oh, perfume cool. and scents. Cool. And uh, she just partnered up with uh, *Spiritu*, which is like uh, like one of the boxes and uh, subscription boxes. And I was like, okay, well, great. Then let's add. Yeah. That that's so much part of who you are as well. Mm-hmm. And again, the whole point is we're talking about the author, not necessarily the book. Right. Um, so then the books that don't, like I said, that are not maybe like novels or like right. you know big mm-hmm. you know reading materials. Um. Like We have another one that she's a huge like beauty guru. We're going to incorporate beauty samples with, you know, with her book. And then we have another girl that just coined, uh, or author, that just coined the term um, shot fiction. So what she actually did is throughout her book, um, she talks a lot about what the character is wearing. Like if she walked out in the morning in her PJs, or if she walked into like whatever, wearing this blah, blah, blah dress. And then what she did is she uh, partnered up with brands or local boutiques, and then there's a link that you can click on everything that she wears, and you can see a photo of it and Mm -hmm. then whatever so for that we're going to include like discount cards with your book to those particular shops so again it's not going to be just getting a book it's that we want to make it sort of like fun and exciting and um and even for the women that maybe they'll get the book and they won't read it but maybe they'll go to the to the book signing yeah and you know the book signing I wanted it to be also where like I'm going to sit down with the author um in an interview process right like we want to talk about her where she comes from you know who she is really you know mm-hmm. how she mm-hmm. feels about you know current affairs and you know struggles and successes and all that and then we'll dive into the book a little bit so because yeah. like I said I really want the women to connect with the author mm. um, to create that relationship where you know a lot of our authors have written multiple books or yeah. we have authors that just wrote a book but they're already on the second book mm-hmm. so we want to create that relationship with the audience and the author so that they continue to follow them you know mm-hmm. continue to read mm-hmm. their books Um, and I feel like by talking to the author about who she is as a woman, um, it's so much more relatable, right? right? So even if somebody didn't read the book, maybe they'll go to the book signing and it was so amazing and they connected so much that they'll get in the car and be like, I have to go home and read a book, (laughs) you know, like, like, like like, like the reversal. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's basically what I wanted to do. I kind of wanted to create something that would really be attractive to non-readers and readers alike. Mm -hmm. Um, so. I love
1: that I and mean, how special of a place that you're creating
2: for these women
1: these authors that are excited to share their work you know they're so
2: excited and I mean now they
1: get to and yeah. I think about any project I've ever worked on. like you just want to share it with somebody and yeah, you don't yeah. know where to start or where to go and to already have like a little like support group for them to be able to share yeah. it and it, I think that's super it's really cool
2: thank you yeah now we just need to get subscribers <laughs> so <is it> <laughs> oh, like, now, it now or is um, um, you so it's this? open so yeah so it's a fi- well we're gonna send out the press release to the media and everything um the second week of January but as of right now uh yes the you can go on the website you can subscribe on the website um so yeah it's all it's ready to go basically now like I said we just need to we have selected our first 10 authors for the year uh we hosted an author's brunch uh last week at Chaconis to kind of like I also wanted them to meet um, And that's been really great, too, because, you know, now, for example, like I said, one has a magazine, one has a TV show. Yeah. Now they've they've been, like, interviewing and featured. So it's like, great. Yeah. now they're all in that well, space of supporting one them. another, um, which, again, that's 100% what I'm all about all the time. Yeah. I feel like anything new that I start will always be geared towards connecting women and, and yeah. getting yeah. women to, to work together and, and be in a space of support. Um, so they're already in that space of supporting each other and reading each other's books and, yeah. you know, um, you know networking in any capacity that they can um so now so no yeah it's open now we just have to once we figure out how many subscribers we have by the end of january we'll mail out the first book and yeah oh, and get started oh i just love this, this is so, so so cool and <laughs> <laughs> now i've been reading a lot <laughs> And literally reading a lot, <laughs> so. But it's good,
0: and all different genres of books. Nothing. Everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Like I said, and we have um, one of my favorite books from this coming year is. Um, Autumn Chick And I, I remember I got the book and I was reading. And I was just laughing hysterically in bed. And my husband comes in the room and he's like, what are you watching? <laughs> and I've had the TV off and I'm like, I'm not. I'm like, I'm reading this book. I'm like, it's amazing. I'm like, it's so funny. And he's like, I can hear you laughing in my office. <laughs> and when I met with her, I remember that I told her, I said, you know what? I'm like, this is a movie. Like as I'm reading the book, I'm telling you, like, I, like I'm seeing the movie. And she's like, well, little secret she's like you know we're talking about maybe like turning it into a series and I was like absolutely um so again so we have really cool again we have cool fun books that I'm pretty sure we'll end up turning into a movie um or if they not have been a movie already in the past and you know we have reality tv stars and we have doctors and we have you know again self-help and so yeah so we want to like I said I want to sort of like make sure that we're speaking to everyone in some way or another mm-hmm. um and i think the good part about being in the subscription is that we're kind of not giving you an option of like yeah if you want to read it or not whatever um but at least you know the book is coming to you you're going to get it yeah. it's going to be there um, maybe if you're not the type that reads a bunch of like self-help stuff mm-hmm. or if you don't really care for manifesting Gift or it to somebody whatever, else. Yeah. you know, um, or even that, like they'll still maybe want to come and and, and and go to the talk, right? Yeah. Go to the book signing. Mm-hmm. Right now, everything is about, you know, women are going attending all these, you know, one day panel shops where mm-hmm. there's like, you know, six panelists and they're all talking about, you know, social media and how to succeed and how to do this or not. Um, so I think hopefully maybe just the fact that they get to meet somebody, might entice them to and then like i said they'll go back and and read the book but yeah but yeah if not gifted and make somebody else happy (laughs) so (laughs) so
1: cool i just love all of this well and i feel like this can be like then people can donate their books to charity or like then there's like a whole other thing that could be happening
2: Yeah. yeah well i remember um i was um i was walking uh through new york one time and there was this like super super old um bookstore and it had just like a bunch of used books and all that and i remember there was one book that i opened and it had, I highlight all my books, like I highlight and I make notes. And because mm-hmm. I always go back and kind of like just go straight to what I highlighted just to yeah. remember why I why specifically, you, why yeah. that said something. And I opened this book and I saw it and I was like, how amazing that is. There's this book, and it was a really old cool book that just has like so much life, right? Because it's not mm-hmm. just now the book itself, yeah. what's written in it, but now it's somebody else's perspective into it, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. how they, like, Hmm. interpreted what that book said. And I just thought it was so cool. Um, and so I kind of wanted to to do that, too, where I, feel, I felt like anybody that wants to donate their books back at the end of the year and we will donate the books, you know, back to Girl anchor or um, some woman, one of the women have suggested maybe doing it to, like, a woman's prison because, you know, Great. they have yeah. a lot of time I to read. That. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're at is, like, maybe collecting the books back and just kind of putting all, all that life and all that energy and the, the insight of everybody mm. into that particular book and you know see if it makes an impact on somebody else's life and how life.
0: inspiring would that be you know if you're in prison for whatever reason yeah, right. and then you get to receive all these books you have yeah. all this time to want to make yourself better so yeah. when you're coming out and now you site, have a book
2: that's signed by exactly. the author and so yeah so I think I think it would be a really beautiful gift to do at mm. the end of the year again it's they don't have to whoever wants to can do that yeah um, yeah so, and then Absolutely. we're gonna do um, at the end of the year we're gonna do a raffle where whoever wins gets to go on a lunch date, you know, on us with their favorite author. Um, and then we're gonna do a review to see who thought, you know, who was best author, who was best, um, what was the best book. Yeah. And then That's you know, cool. just too phenomenal. So we're just trying to make it fun. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> love it. It's so getting creative. you out of the living room and you well, know, it. back into reading,
0: back into yeah, expanding the mind, the imagination. You know, just yeah. Come from different places. absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's where we're at.
1: Amazing work! I love all that you're doing. Thank so you. So cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, so we always ask our guests, you know, specific charities that they um, are involved in or that they like to donate to because we're we always want to learn and just share that with everybody. So, is yeah. there a specific charity that you like or that you talk about? Or yes, with? so
2: for, uh, of course, for us through Lipstick Sister, we go back to the whole purpose of helping each other Um, one of our members and who's also a team leader from our DC chapter um, started Becky's fund I want to say 10 years ago and um, she's completely dedicated and committed to this this is her full-time everything Mm -hmm. Um, she's been very successful and it's um, you know it's uh, a domestic violence uh, survivors and all that. So we've been supporting mm-hmm. that obviously from the beginning because that's what she had. Um, and that was kind of interesting when I looked at that because it wasn't so much. It's about obviously
0: the domestic violence, but mm-hmm. also about from the male perspective. Yes, and about how educating
2: the men yes the boys of today mm-hmm. how to treat women how to respect Absolutely. women what's okay what's not okay Exactly, yeah. and that was a, well. a different yeah. twist
0: which i thought was really quite
2: yeah and she's done a great unique. job with partnering up with like the nfl and you yeah. know organizations like that where the men have you know donated the time to you know she does a fundraiser that's called men of code and they do fashion shows and all that and i i think that for me was also sort of like mm-hmm. the the thing that really attracts me is that she's always in a space of making sure that men are being educated into the way that they should treat women and um that the women that they are sort of rescuing and helping out of situations like that are being empowered by giving them the tools of like education and Mm -hmm. you know all that so that they can actually make something of themselves and not be so afraid of leaving because a lot of the women won't leave just because they're like what am i going to do where am i going to go um so it's a really beautiful organization that we love and then Last year, another one of our members from our LA chapter, who's also our team leader, Sandra, started uh, Compassion with Action. A couple of the girls uh, from the LA chapter have been going to an orphanage in Tijuana for the past mm-hmm. four years, four or five years. Um, and they go and spend the day there. And then last year, they were like, the, the conditions of the orphanage were so bad that they decided to do a fundraiser. Um, I think they got $5,000 and then they went back and rebuilt mm-hmm. the whole, like, uh, playroom yeah. for the girls yeah. and then this past year in September uh, we did another one and then went back and redid you know the playroom for the boys mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the things that you know they're really committed and really dedicated to just giving that space to to the orphan children that like I said they're just really needed needy for just that like human interaction with somebody totally. else other than the people that they see mm-hmm. on a daily basis yeah. um, so those are two that we really like I said we're very committed to um, I mean anything that you give back to you know That's it. it's yeah yeah, Balance, yeah. Isn't it?
0: giving and receiving an equal measure absolutely just, it's how you
2: yeah and I'm big on like random acts of kindness you know my husband and I are very good about always giving back in any way like we don't need to belong to a specific right. charity right. Um, we're always helping the people around us I mean my husband's amazing like that I think the other day some he saw a homeless person and his bike was broken and he couldn't move and he You know, went back to the house, got cash, came back out and gave him money. He said, go fix your bike. And then the next day, or a couple of weeks later, I came back and I saw there was a note stuck to like our front door. Um, And it said this from the guy on the bike oh thank you so you made a huge cool. difference yeah. um so we're always trying to do you know little mm-hmm. things like that on a, on a on a daily basis like i said it's it's important to give back in any way that you can whether it's again belonging to a specific organization i personally feel like the big organizations already have so much help mm-hmm. um that i think that joining smaller organizations mm-hmm. that are just trying to sort of like get mm-hmm. off the ground yeah. uh, or again just if you see someone in the corner just mm-hmm. you know help them out
1: yeah yeah you know. that's awesome um so where can we find if someone wants to you know become part of lipstick sisters
2: or part of the clever women's book club where can we find you so lipstick sister um there's uh you can submit a, a, a like an inquiry on the website and then that'll uh, get filtered and, you know, we'll reach out and set up a time for the meeting, uh, depending on the chapter. And that's um, lipstick com, And then for clever woman is clever woman club, and it's woman single, singular, uh, com, And the same there's like a subscription page where they can fill okay. out the form and mm-hmm. everything. And then we'll, you know, we'll reach out to them. And um, yeah, that's and, and they can do both they're gonna they cool yeah they can i know both. like how cool is this <laughs> two things for lipstick system for so for the the membership the the 450 dollars a year that the membership pays um that is not going to include a free access to clever woman club
0: oh that's
1: great oh, that's so yeah. i love
2: that yeah mm-hmm. so we can kind of yeah yeah, yeah. so
1: so yeah so that's very cool well, that's my well, story
2: well, amazing <laughs> yes
1: so inspirational clearly you're just facilitated
0: for all of these incredible things oh, ideas these ideas come to you and they're there because they know that you're the person to do something with them clearly yeah
2: i'm like <laughs> so we'll we'll see how it goes but thank you for the support amazing. i appreciate it yes thank you so much. thank you for
1: being here yeah, this has been great you. thanks for tuning in today we're so grateful for your support if you're loving our episodes, we would love it if you head over to iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube and leave us a review. You can connect with us on Facebook in our Hiking in Heels Facebook group. You can follow us on Instagram. And also, if you want to learn more about our guests, you can visit our website, hikinginheals.com. It's H-E-A-L-S. You can check out our charities page as well to learn how you can support all the charities that we discuss on the show. So thanks again for listening.